Ready for something scary? Okay! You're in the right spot. The Ice Scary Podcast collects spooky, creepy news stories to discuss and give you chills. Whatever. Just so you know, hosts discuss topics they've just learned about and have no prior knowledge. Their views are just for your entertainment. <laughs> hey, Darcy. How you doing, Ann? Welcome back to iScary Podcast. Glad to be back. We are here to discuss scary and odd and strange news stories and let you know what we think about them. All right, let's go. And it's fun to have my co-host back. Darcy Pashik, our Canadian friend. Do you like to be called a Canuck? Is, is that acceptable? Yeah. It's a generally acceptable term for sure. Um, Canadian or just your friend. Either way, we're good. But I am uh, way up in the north. We have uh, where we have eight months of winter and uh, we're expecting a snowstorm tonight. So maybe these stories will add some ambiance behind the scenes as the clouds roll in. And I like it. I wish I had found a scary snow story. I'll, I'll work on that for next time. All right. Because you'll have more insight. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's dive into our first news story. This one's called "What You Watching." This story takes place in a suburban home. Normal day. Little daughter is watching cartoons. Dad's out in the garage, and then a voice is heard. What you watching? Huh? The little girl looked around, didn't know where the voice was coming from, ignored it. But then her dad came in from the garage. Whatcha eatin'? He instantly zeroed in on the security camera installed inside their home for protection. But it wasn't giving them much protection. Okay, stop. Yeah, because I have ring cameras around my house. So Me too. Let me go pause. I'll go turn them all off. <laughs> well, the good news is I live in the middle of nowhere and it's in the country. So if, if somebody is remotely hacking something uh, or it needs to be close by, I'm safe. But if this is something people can do or, you know, what is behind the scenes in that, can they see as well? Like, that is very, very yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, that guy was uh, talking to her about what she was yeah. watching. And... Yeah, we kind of cut out some of that. So let's get the full news story. Take it away, Sydney. News. What you watching? From Fox 32 Chicago. Home surveillance cameras are supposed to make you feel safe, but not for one Nebraska family. While their young daughter was watching television, the ring camera in the kitchen spoke to her. It asked, what are you watching? When the girl didn't respond, the male boy asked, hey, what show is that? When the girl's father enters and goes to the refrigerator, the voice asks, what are you eating? Dad immediately disabled the camera. At least five families in different states have reported that hackers have spoken to them through the devices, many receiving harassing racial threats. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're the tech guy. What do you think? Well, I mean, uh, networks are hackable, so I think anything's possible. But uh, yeah, I mean, all this stuff is linked to your Wi-Fi and your kind of 
you're out there. The more technology we have, I mean, whether you're for it or against it, you've got some risk of, of having all this stuff. I mean, you got Amazon Echoes, you got all these things that are going on. So, uh, and they're listening. Everybody knows that. Just uh, just open up your your iPhone and you'll see something pop up that you were talking about a few minutes ago. So yeah, I know they're, I know they're listening. Uh, it's a real problem for sure. Yeah. I mean, so this to me is a scary on a different level than some of our other stories because this could happen yes. to any of us at any time. And that is kind of freaky to what extent somebody, I mean, this kind of sounds like this guy was just trying to play with these people. Although I hate it when somebody's doing something to a little child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I got to confess. Um, so we have a lot of these techno uh, gadgets around our place and I have uh, from time to time uh, play a little trick on my wife and daughter and and have uh, done something similar but uh, let's just say I, I've owned up and fessed to it after to not uh, freak them out because okay. what I would suggest is or what I would imagine this poor family is I bet you, you can't find a piece of tech in their house now after that yeah I mean that's the that what would you do would you if someone actually hacked in would you just try to put up a, you know, some kind of firewall that's better or, yeah. I mean, I, I, ha I did do a little more research on this and found out that ring had some issue and supposedly they fixed oh, that software gotcha. problem. Yeah. But yeah, because I mean, I, 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 you would have some trust issues going forward for sure. Because I mean, think of it, you know, we're only getting more things. <laughs> I mean, our phones are, are, are by our sides, you know, 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think it would definitely worry people on from a, and don't forget, there's lots of people out there that won't have this tech because of that. You know, we think they're conspiracy theorists or the, you know, that the big brother's watching at the end of the day. Well, <laughs> people have that ability to do that. So it's not a, it's not in your mind. It, it's actually happening to yeah. other people. I do also have ring and I don't have any ring in the house. I have a camera. One camera is in the house that is for the security system. So I, but still they're all like Wi-Fi based, right? So to me, that's what makes them very hackable. Well, and the average person hooking it up is just plugging it in, trying to get a connection, you know, is there really any thought to the complexity of your password or, you know, your username or anything yeah. like that? I mean, you know, there's, there's still a lot of people who use their phone number as their password. So if you were to drive around a neighborhood. Or one, two, three, four. Right? So yeah. I think. Uh, the thing is, somebody could do yeah. that. They could just randomly go around. So, so would you say then either just plug them out, unplug them? I mean, if you're not you're really worried about it or would you start from a place of let's just make the passwords harder to break into? Yeah. I think you'd look at the security side of things, but I think this is a good coachable moment for your kid because you know, kids are growing up with this and they don't understand all the cause and effect and security issues around there. So I think, you know, in my opinion, I would use this as a bit of a, a learning coaching, you know, opportunity to let your kid know that, that they could hack into things. It, it's not all uh, roses and, uh, and, peaches out there oh, right okay yeah well as long as you're not using it as a teaching me method to show them how to hack into other people's <laughs> no. ring i was for a minute there i was like what okay yeah no you need you need be a, you need to be security aware and i think this is where there's a lot of people that are not so i mean this is where it comes into play that i think that uh that child needs to understand that you know you just can't be on the internet doing whatever you want and and I think that this goes into a whole other, you know, type of thing that I look at is people posting stuff all the time and, you know, it never goes away. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, you have to be careful. 
for sure. They could also take pictures of you. Right. So suddenly you, you kind of feel like you're safe in your own home. Yeah. It's almost like a break-in. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a very personal uh, hurt. I mean, I don't know. I would be, I don't know how easy it would be to get over that. And like you said, I don't think I could ever put a camera in my house again. Hmm. I have one in my house. So um, I might go change the password on it right now. I do too. I, I might upgrade some passwords. Yeah, to be I just... safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's all do that. Let's all make a pact. We're going to upgrade our passwords. It wouldn't be Yikes. a bad thing. How many people have had the same password for ever? This exact same password for everything. So think if they can get into one thing, what else can they get into? That's yeah, scary. 100%. Thank you. Thank you, you for that. A little uh, PSA for everybody to <laughs> head out and upgrade your passwords. Upgrade and have multiple passwords that you forget and then you get locked yeah. out and you know, good stuff yes. like that. <laughs> all right let's let's move on and try another one of these stories sure. and let's hope this one doesn't hit as close to home Perfect. but it might i can't promise you all right this is called haunted elsa doll well as the title suggests the story began when somebody got an elsa doll for a present elsa i love it thank you so much it was well-loved and played with for a long time, uh, but then it started to act strange. Elsa! It's speaking a different language. So, they threw it away, and then they found it again. That freaky doll is back. On their front porch. This is not funny. And then they threw it away, and then they found it again. Uh-oh. In the backyard. I think the garbage man's in on it for sure. Yes, could be. Um, but I think we'd probably need the full story to really understand this one. Take it away, Sydney. News. Haunted Elsa doll from Two Houston News. They can't let it go. A haunted Elsa doll returns to a Houston family after being thrown out multiple times. Is it a supernatural act or a childish prank? The family swears they aren't doing it, appearing completely weirded out. Back in 2013, the Elsa doll was the perfect gift for the family's only daughter, and all was well, until it wasn't. The doll slowly started to malfunction. It originally sang in English, but started to say movie phrases in Spanish, even though the family couldn't find a switch on the doll that changed the language. Even stranger, the doll never required new batteries to work, even after six years. When the dolls started to randomly speak and sing, they threw it out, but it showed up again in their house. The doll just wouldn't let it go. They tried a second time to throw out the doll, double bagging it so no one would find it at the bottom of their trash bin, but the doll showed up again this time in their backyard. They finally mailed the doll to a friend in another state. No word yet if the doll has returned, but don't pick up a hitchhiking Elsa doll. <laughs> okay, so are you as disturbed as I am that they would mail that to a friend? Yes. Why wouldn't you pick a random person to mail it to with no return address or something? I mean, hey, Darcy, you just could send I send it to your you, friend. Could I send you a possessed? 
No. <laughs> Can I send you a possessed doll? Do you, is that okay? No. <laughs> yeah, the answer to that question is no. No. Why? Why? So, <laughs> but, but here's where I look at it too is, I mean, tell me you don't have that relative that, that you know, likes to joke and prankster and can keep a straight face. So you might have everybody in the room saying, okay, you sure nobody's doing this? But at the end of the day, you've got that one person that can hold a secret forever and, and think they're funny, right? So uh, we'll have to see. I mean, maybe there'll be a follow-up yeah. story whether this doll comes back to them now that it's gone to another state. But uh, I feel sorry for that friend still. I can't get that out of my mind. Yeah. So do you actually think that someone's pranking them on purpose or do you think they're pranking everybody? Oh, good point. I didn't think of the, them pranking everybody. Yeah, you know, there's people that want attention and uh, to just get their name in the in the storybooks, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, you remember that time when we got the news to come out and we took pictures of this yeah, Elsa doll? Yeah, yeah. good point. Kept, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want that kind of notoriety. No. But I'm not everybody. <laughs> no. But but if they weren't, and, and, and you know, if this has some you know paranormal side to it, but the and the doll is coming back, yeah, I would be more likely to destroy it than I would be to, um, you know, mail it or just put it in a garbage bag, you know. And then you know what else? I kind of heard there. You know, they said you know it's still operating, even though they never changed the batteries. At well, did you take the batteries out of it? You know. So. Yeah. There you go. I'm a bit practical on those types of things. You know, take the batteries out, let it sit there and watch it. You know, does anything else happen? So, yeah, I think actually now that you mentioned it, I'm a bit more in line. So, yeah. So we, we're kind of calling a bit foul on this story because, I mean, if it was true, if this doll was possessed, uh, I think I would also take, I mean, that would totally freak mm. me out. And I would take some real steps to unpossess this doll. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I would destroy it. I mean, if you destroyed the doll and then it appeared again, well, then what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> then you leave the doll there and you move to another state. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe it's not. It's not you and the doll. It's the doll and, and this house. The doll's been attached. I mean, you know, it was a Christmas present. It's just bo bonded to the house. Right. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. If not your child. But yeah. But I'm with you. I would definitely destroy it. I'm trying to think if I have a relatable story, but I don't because, I mean, there's things that, uh, you know, you just don't want in your home and, you know, sure, you may just throw it out, but, or re-gift it, I guess there's a, I guess that's kind of what they did to their poor friend, you know? That's what they hey, did. It's yeah. a good gift. Here you go. Have a nice day. Boy. How do you explain that later on though? <laughs> Let's see if it totally weirds you out like it did us. Um, yeah. I would have to say that I I have had my son had toys that definitely made noise on their own, uh, and they 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 didn't have sensors or anything. They would just so I mean we are talking about a pretty simple electronic that can go bad. Sure. And I and there were no batteries you could take out unless you you really would have had to damage the toy, which I think we just threw it away. Yeah. But here's the other thing that I'm thinking of. If somebody is purposely doing this to you, so if the family isn't doing it, someone's doing it. And so, yeah, they, it could be a prank. But what if it's not? What if it's the other way? Is that they're really trying to mess with you? Yeah, yeah. They're gaslighting you in some way about this doll. I mean, I, did it stop? What else happened? But, but they did it twice. Is it just about the doll? Or, yeah, I wonder what the... But, but that's where I think if somebody was gaslighting you, I'm pretty sure, you know they had random times they put it in the garbage. So you almost think it'd have to be somebody living in the house. 
right? True. Like knowledgeable of, of what's happening at doll all the time. You hard for somebody to just be there on a casual basis. So there, there's a plan put in place if it is internal, I guess, or within the home. Yeah. Yeah. I got the overall sense from the story that the family felt it was some kind of supernatural thing and that nobody was doing it to them. Um, and that to me is a leap. So that's the leap you're going to make before you say, hey, someone's watching me or someone's, I mean, I would go there first, which is as scary, right. I guess, as a possessed doll, if you actually have proof of a possessed doll. Um, I would also, I wanted to see some footage. I want that to be filmed. I want to yeah. see this doll doing stuff. Especially this day and age. I mean, we video absolutely everything, yeah. right? We video the, the food in front of us. So there, there needs to be uh, proof. But but maybe there's a business opportunity here. So maybe you start up a um, some sort of demolition of scary toys, you know, so you can uh, destroy them for them, right? In a way that they'll never come back. Maybe there's something here that we're just not witnessing. You know? I like that. Don't ship it to your friends. Ship it to this service. Yeah, we, uh, we can incinerate it. We can put it through a shredder. Okay, never know. Yeah, for $150, send it to us. We will film us destroying it so you have that peace of mind. I like it. It's a bit of a, a Ghostbusters in exactly. a way, but... Uh, hmm. There you go. Let's write. Let's write that idea down. We might have something going. It could here. be a gold mine. Untoys are us. Untoys are us. Oh, we'll destroy all toys that seem possessed. Pretty creative. Pretty creative. We try. Oh my gosh! I can't believe we've already discussed two more crazy news stories. Right? Um, on the level of freaky, these were these these weren't too bad. Uh, no, the zombie one's still sitting on the top of my mind. There are some that will haunt you. It's good. We, we don't want everything to be too scary. We want everyone to sleep at night. Correct. And, and next time you buy a really popular doll at Target, are you going to worry if it's going to never let go? <laughs> if it's going to stay with you forever? Right. Uh... <laughs> well, hey, so what if somebody actually did sort of a thing if some doll we have you ever been sleeping and someone teased you and suddenly put a doll like right here well i, I do have a story actually we uh, i worked in an office we had a little scary baby thing that people would put in people's drawers at the office just for fun that would freak me out but we all knew who was doing it so it was just if it was in your desk or somewhere in your office once you would move it to somebody else's office so i have been down that road before i could say i didn't get scared but but there's some people out there you know that really doesn't take much to set them off so you know these are the people that are, are sending these stories in right because it doesn't take much doesn't yeah. take much well, on that thought, we'll remember it, and we will be back again. Excellent. I hope you can join us again, Darcy, because it's been fun sharing these stories with you. Anytime, Anne. Appreciate it. Cool. In the meantime, be safe out there, and keep your eye open for some scary stories. I'm going to get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the end of this episode. Uh, thank you so much, Darcy. And everybody else, please come back to us for more scary stories. Everyone at My Scary Podcast would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us. And we hope you come back for another spooky episode. A huge shout out and all our thanks also goes to our newscaster, Sydney Story, our announcer, Zach Mercer, and all our Step Into the Story actors, Grinnell Morris, 
Sydney Story, Zach Mercer, and an IA program we get from Speechalo. And we license our music and sound effects from Zapsplat. <laughs> Join us again, if you dare. The Ice Scary Podcast is produced by Wyatt Pashik and Ann Kimbrough. Copyright April 2021.